Welcome to Rain City Supercars. This is the second time we're doing this. I'm Nick. <laughs> I'm Dan. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. If you had been here for the live recording, you'd know that um, memory cards go bad. Uh, <laughs> it's a good one, too. It's been walking the mean streets of Seattle, Dan. It went bad. It's true. That's what happened. happened. So, yeah, yeah. No support it, system It's been for corrupted. It. It's been corrupted. <laughs> it's been corrupted. <laughs> That's not surprising you. with us. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, speaking of corrupted, uh, I got the uh, estimate for the Maserati. Uh, to the tune of $12,000. That was so, an expensive deer. Oh, dear, it was. I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> the so dearly departed the left dearly, its mark. I'll tell you. I mean, uh, we did our best. Funny thing is, is I, I saw more deer leaving your house uh, a couple nights ago. Um, or I should say, yeah, Saturday night in that same area. So I'm aware of them now. Well, you got two more to go then at least. <laughs> Probably got I don't want truck. to. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. Borrow the Raptor. Yeah, I'll borrow your Raptor. It'd be a lot easier. Yeah. So you got a winch now, so we're good. I do. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can drag it out of there now. Oh, good. Dinner. It was, it was smaller. I didn't have, need a winch. <laughs> oh, oh, I just feel bad now. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like squirrels. They're invasive and really terrible for everything, but I really like them. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Deer the same way. Yeah, I agree. But uh, we're brought to you by Avance Haggerty, Carter Subaru. Of course, we're recording at Drivers Club. Salvo Design. I got a compliment on my monkey shirt, by the way. Everybody Did loves you? our logo. Yeah. Okay. So thank you, Jeremy. That and must be nice. Yours fits. It does. <laughs> I will get that's you not, more. That's not your fault. But I'm going to get hats too. We're at it. I oh, got. I got oh, confirmation. Good. We can get logos. Yeah, let's get hats because we all know how how easy it is to find me a hat. Thanks. Let's. Oh, so, good. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That's what I was doing, yeah, yeah, I'm going to wear it around you all the hey, time. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Actually, the dirtfish hats fits. I, I wear my dirtfish hats. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, it works. Well, we'll figure yeah. it out. We'll I know. Get you a hat, I know. I promise. We'll thanks. Nick. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you need to wipe some deer off your car, you can go to our friends at Grios Garage and use our code RCS10. That's really the only thing that Grios doesn't sell is anti deer. <laughs> deer removal. Do you remember those things you get at Chuck's that were the deer whistles and they <laughs> never get it? Like, I feel like they, it's like, oh, duct tape this to the front of your car. It's like canards of the 90s. That's <laughs> pretty well, much. Canards work, just not at any speed you would need them for on the street. Exactly. <laughs> on your Chevy Lumina? Yeah. yeah, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I think I've seen a Chevy Cavalier with canards in the of front. Of course you have. And a Monte Carlo and everything. I mean, it's all the front wheel drive cars. <laughs> Well, we have one more sponsor. Yeah. Uh, that is our friends at York Real Estate. We will be talking to Ray this episode. But before we get into that, we Not are, that we haven't already talked to him. We've talked to him a lot. <laughs> We're going to talk to him more. Yeah. But first, we are going to talk about our uh, Carter Subaru tip of the week. Okay. I almost said tip of the day because you say it so often. <laughs> and I have to correct you. Yes. <laughs> but uh, this one comes from our friend Casey. Wait, you're not doing it daily? <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of them daily. I All have right. another one for the. I have next week's episode tip already. Look at you. I know. Always on the tip of the tip. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyway, exactly. moving on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this comes from Casey, the GM of Drivers Club. She posted a story over the weekend. She was at a wedding and she was wearing a very nice pair of Christian Louboutin shoes. Mm. And uh, she's fancy. She's fancy. <laughs> she does dress well. Yes. Those red soles, that's what the shoes we're talking about this week. And you're like, what in the world does this have to do with cars? Well, this one is for the ladies and anybody else who wears high heels. We don't judge or discriminate here. If you like heels, I don't care. If you, if have, you want to feel pretty, we want you to feel pretty. Exactly. You wear what you want. Uh, but if you want to keep those soles nice and pretty and red, you want to go to your local detail shop that does paint protection installation. Well, duh. Obviously. I mean, duh. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, sure. this has been circulating around a long time, but officially there's a lot of shops in the Pacific Northwest that do this, and they do it very well. Um, Metropolitan Detail did hers in this case, and they used S-Tech Dino Shield. They cut that to a custom pattern to the sole of her shoes, and after a night of walking around Seattle, still red soles, no scratches. 
See, that was my thing. I always figured, like, I figured, like, you'd have to rough them up. But do you think with the the clear bra that it, it like roughs up and it basically gives you traction? Because they're slippery. They are slippery. Not and that so, I've worn a lot of pairs of yeah. high heel shoes in my life. I mean, probably more than I need. But yeah. So. From the people I have asked, I have not put on a heel, pair of heels and tried this myself. But uh, from the people I have Live asked, a little Dan. I know yeah. my weekends are boring now. I just work on the farm. You could wear a nice high heel on the farm. <laughs> we'll get back to that in a yeah, second. Okay, yeah. But uh, they say it is no worse than a standard pair of shoes. Okay. And it does hold up really well. Um, I, ha- oh, I, I did want to mention that if you do remove that film, it often will damage the paint on the bottom of the shoes. But you can get that refinished and do it again. There are a lot of places online that will repaint the bottom of the shoes okay. to the red, and then you can do this again. But it'll last easily longer. So it's going to last longer. I mean, way longer. As far as a, a, a marketing deal, I want to know the person that sat there. Kristen Louboutin was like, look, we're going to paint the heels of these shoes red. And then the women are going to walk on them. And then we're going to be able to sell them more. <laughs> <laughs> it's genius. It it's really like, is. Yeah, I mean. Oh, your shoes don't have red on the bottom anymore. Are you poor now? <laughs> it's like, geez. Yeah. I mean, they're beautiful shoes. But that's. I think that's, you know, you and I have talked about this too. Like, because I love, I collect a a couple pairs of Jordans and I do the the, the sprays they have now. Yeah, but they're starting to make, as I think you told me, a ceramic spray. Yeah, a ceramic spray, which would be kind of interesting, I think. Yeah, so you can do the same thing on the top of the shoes. You can get ceramic coating for the top of the shoes. Now, the, you're probably not going to find as many people willing to do this to your shoes because there is the risk of changing the color. Like, if you've ever done ceramic coating on a paint, it soaks into it. It bonds on a molecular level. We've talked about how that works before. But it can sometimes change the finish a little bit. Um, some people have had experience in it. So for patent leather, I know they've done it. It's been fine. Uh, but for cloth shoes, I've also seen it done, and it's been fine. But you might have some people a little weary to be like, yeah, you're going to sign here and say, if this screws this up, it's not my it's fault. It's not my fault, yeah. Yeah, but Ceramic Pro has great, uh, ceramic coatings in general have great industrial applications, showers and high-end homes, things like that kitchen countertops. Um, I've seen it around furniture. It's kind of a new thing for that. But but yeah, uh, if you've got a nice pair of shoes, uh, they make men's Louboutins as well. If you're a fashion person. Why are you in your shower? Stop being lazy. Grab the squeegee, squeegee the door when you get out of the shower. Everybody knows that. I know that, but not everybody knows that. And I'm just going to end this conversation there. It's really hard to do with my shower curtain, though. I'm like, so it's just, it's just like, picture just, you doing. You can get a new shower curtain. So, yeah, interesting. Okay, well, good yeah. to know. So that's yeah. our Carter Super Tip of the Week. A right. uh, little not-so-common-use for automotive application things. Yeah. Bottom your shoes. <laughs> this automotive tip brought to you by things that aren't automotive. Yeah. So, yeah. It'll, protect you, it'll protect you with your Louboutins as you're driving your Porsche against the pedals, so you're good. Which yeah. is sexy. Just going to throw that out there. Thank you. I'm you're glad welcome. you think it's sexy when I do that. You're welcome, um, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel pretty. As you should all somebody the time. Somebody else's shoes and somebody else's Porsche. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this week on the show, we have Ray York with us. Yeah. Our who is a friend of ours, he's an Avance member, he's a car guy, and he happens to be, uh, to come up with the idea for our newest sponsorship from uh, the York team. Uh, welcome to the show, Ray. Hey, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, if you listened to last week's episode, you know that what we're going to start doing is once or twice a month, uh, we're going to take one of uh, the, the York team's listings and we're going to talk about it because, as and it's funny because I'm... If you're listening to this, we recorded this twice. We had a corrupt issue. So I'm trying to literally come back with the questions that I, I asked before. But one of the questions I kept coming up with is every time I look at a listing, I go, where's the pictures of the garage? And that's right. kind of how our conversation started because you were like, I have an idea that I think would be fun. So first of all, I want you to answer that question for me is why don't I ever get to see pictures of the garage? Yes. Well, uh, one of the dirty little secrets of uh, listing agents, which we are... Uh, <laughs> 
is dirty and little, or just <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not little. Yeah, I see. <laughs> fair enough. Fair uh, enough. We do when it becomes time to declutter the home that's being listed is put it all in the garage. Okay, yeah, that makes so sense. then you're not gonna take a picture of of a two car garage. Piled with stuff. Yeah, but then I'll know how much crap I can shove in the garage with right. my car. I mean, come on. Yeah. But, <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah, right. Okay. That's, that's true. Right. Right. But, I mean, but when there is a situation where it is, there's a, a beautiful garage, a beautiful shop, of course you showcase that. Sure. You don't You don't put the things in the... Speaking of that, and like I said, we're going to do this about twice a month, but you sent us one that Dan and I were just sort of absolutely drooling over today. Um, and I believe it's in South... Where's it at, Dan? Um, it's in Ording. I'm asking you. Yeah. The, we, the man <laughs> like, that brought yeah. it. Ray, where is it at? Ray, where is it at? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be in, in Ording. In Ording. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ording. Good yes. to know. I, yeah. yeah, this one... Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I'm, sell the him? farm? Yeah, sell the farm. So <laughs> I can help you with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's some temptation. There's some real temptation oh, here. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. So. What's it sit on? Like a, it's a small little plot and a half acres. Oh, just 33. So short-range shooters, long-range shooters, hunters who don't want to report it. Just kidding. I wouldn't say that out loud on the show. Uh, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that was a, a joke. Mas- Maserati drivers. <laughs> Maserati drivers. The view of Dan Putnam does not represent the views of Rain City Supercars. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> no, but 33 and a half acres in a gated community, that alone is the potential for more. Especially, let's, let me start with the price here. 1.25. Yeah. Which is, given our market and the area, I mean, you're a little ways out, but you're not going to find 33 and a half acres in town. Okay. And a bunch of us work from home. Basically, if you've got internet, which looking at the plugs in this place, unlike my house, it does, <laughs> you can actually do that. And this it wouldn't be a one-day or twi- two-day commute to uh, Redmond or wherever your tech sure. office is, because that's probably who's listening to this. It's not a bad dip, not a bad deal. But that's not even the highlight of this place. Yeah, 33 acres to be able to have your own NASCAR track shooting range. What's the best part, Dan? The eight-car garage. Oh, okay. That the floor is so shiny, I can see the perfect reflection of the neon sign they have in the garage. I'm starting to think that Ray coming on as a sponsor is going to make us work a lot harder. Right. A lot harder. Yeah. Yeah. I need this. Yeah. Hey, there's a lot of people moving farther out. Davis and Matt moved over out to Fox Island off the water. We have a lot of friends. Yeah, but we know why, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, this isn't that far. You could just you're just up 18 into Maple Valley, and then you know you're. That's not 18. Which one is that? I can't remember. The name. How, you, 169. You don't know the road. To we, have, we have even better problems. Of te- or worse, I know, yeah, right? So, yeah. yeah, 410 to 169, and you're on your way. But so for a couple of days a week commute and have that much land. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, and we 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 don't want to beat people ahead, but we do. I mean, we know people out there. They're looking for houses. They're looking for places. That's one of the biggest first questions we ask: is where am I going to put the cars? You know. Yeah. Well, I I wish I'd talked to Cameron because he bought a place up in Arlington. Oh, okay. And that's about in the range. I mean, he got a really nice place up there. Don't get me wrong, but like that's pretty much equal distance if you're working in this area, yeah. Arlington to there. And this is 33 acres. <laughs> Imagine being from up in Arlington. Or, I mean, that would be weird, right? Yeah, Arlington's that, that's super okay, weird. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. weird people yeah, up there. People. Anyway, but I mean, the house is beautiful too. Like, it's not one of those places where they spend all the money in the shop and the house is like that rundown pile inside, which I would do, but other people wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, everything else about this listing is great. And it's perfect for a gearhead home, which I really want to drive here uh, with Ray is that he's he knows what you're looking for gearheads and yeah. that's why like it, like in the very beginning of the show I promised people that we would never take on a sponsor like a mattress we're like unless you have one specifically made for overlanding well, and I want I want to I want to 
retract that because Dan and I are getting older. We may have a mattress sponsor someday. I just, got a really nice one the other I'm day just from just Purple. Just, <laughs> <I'm> just <kidding. laughs> We're getting old. It may happen someday. Like, you know, this episode is brought to you by our backs <laughs> that we broke driving cars. So, yeah. But if you want to check out this listing, uh, text RCS to 59559 and you can do this on any listing or anything you want to hear. If you want to talk to Ray uh, Avance members, there are a lot of you. Reach out to Ray. He's your local guy and he can find you that house for that car collection you are trying to build as we all are. If you're having a hard time talking to your young children about the birds and the bees, call Ray. He will <laughs> do it for you. Um, he's very what good at go that. Yeah, exactly. What, he's very blunt. I mean, there will be crying from Ray and your child afterwards, but it will be done. So I am your full service. There you go. There you go. Well, Ray, welcome to the show. Welcome as a sponsor. We, we're glad to have you. We've known you for a while, but I want I want our listeners to kind of get to know you. Um, and we're and like I said, we've been joking about the fact that we've done this before already. So I know where you're from now. So um, where'd you come from? Arlington. Really? You yeah, don't right. say. Yeah, Just right. Weird area. Up, Who up would there, come from up there? Up there in Dantown or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dan's younger than me, so I'm going to say Ray Town. Oh, and then, uh, oh yeah. okay. Yeah, that's wow, fair. great. Yeah. That's that that works. That yeah. works. But yeah, you guys both grew up up, up north. I mean, you were in fact. We, I think we were talking. I mean, your your dad worked at the school, he, the elementary school he went to. Correct, yep. Dan. Why am I interviewing both of you? Like, yeah, correct, yeah. Dan? <laughs> yes, exactly. yes, Nick. Thank yes, you. Nick. <laughs> we never either. Yeah. yeah. So I uh, grew up in, in uh, Trafton. Well, I grew up in Arlington, but my, uh, my grandparents who raised me uh, lived in Trafton, and then we had the sawmill out in Oso near the landslide. Yeah, I believe from my research that I did before this, your, your grandparents owned a sawmill, correct? They did. Did, you, they did. And you started working there as a young child? Yeah, fourth grade. Oh, oh fourth grade. Yeah. yeah, okay, I see. Yeah, <laughs> Somebody had to clean the saw blades with small hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Here, like this. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> my favorite color is potato. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, my first paycheck was a quarter. Well, that, but that's... It, in fourth grade, that's a lot of money. Right. I mean, that's at least one gumball, right? Half a one. Yeah. yeah it, Not yeah, a good that's one. Right. Right. You, that's right. Those machines would always screw with you because you thought they were a quarter, then they had that extra slot. Right. Yeah. For the nickel. And if you got the quarter one, you almost broke your jaw biting into it. Right. But it lasted like an hour. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. why so. it was called a jawbreaker. Is this yeah. jerky? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish people could see you making those motions. Uh, <laughs> but you, so you grew up in North, you, you, you obviously family uh, sawmill, but um, what was your first car? So my first car was um, a hand-me-down from my dad, which was uh, his Triumph Spitfire. Ah, yeah. the loves of driving a Triumph. Yeah, I had a, had a love of British vehicles. And this was, this was at the age of 16, correct? Like 10, 11. Oh, 10 or 11. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's Ar- I keep forgetting Arlington. Arlington. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Where you uh, c- is, if you, as long as you can stick the ignition and see above the steering wheel-ish, you can ish. drive it, right? Right. Ish. Well, ish. Just ish. above the dash. Just above. Well, it's, right. it's British. You're fine. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so uh, my grandparents had seven acres in Trafton and a big enough space where uh, I actually had a dirt bike, so I learned how to shift on my RM80. Ooh, okay. Ooh, yeah. And then I eventually got an RM100. Okay. Yeah. Working your way up. Yep. Two-stroke cold smoke. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then, uh, um, then, then my dad just showed up one day and went, I don't want this anymore. Okay. And I said, oh, that sounds good to me. So I, uh, used, to drive it, I, I used to drive it around my dirt bike track. Uh, behind their house and then one day a guy who lived up the hill from us uh, stopped in with a 1960 Ford Comet and said I don't want this anymore I see you driving out here all the time do you want it and I said yes so I actually learned how to two-wheel in that you know side wheel hit hit the berm really hard and 
Perfect they, car for a dirt bike track. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Everybody knows comets can turn really well. That's the one. I think that was in the brochure. Yeah. Comets don't just go straight. <laughs> the good thing about it is it, it, it would roll all the way over back onto its wheels. Well, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. So you rolled it. Oh, just yeah. Arlington. Oh, okay, yeah, exactly. Arlington, Arlington yeah. things. Yeah. That'll buff out. Yeah. Who cares? Well, it, yeah. it wouldn't. It didn't. It wouldn't. Score, you know, it wouldn't get a dent. It wouldn't get a scratch. Run into a tree. Nothing. Well, it was yeah. a tank. American craftsmanship, steel. Yeah. Right. yeah. One great thing about there, so my most popular drive is the stress reliever on dance drives. And guess that goes right up nine, past Trafton. Like you can see all those spots as you, the listeners who've done that drive. There's some great spots out there, but some of them, the best driving roads are right out there because you go out past Darrington and suddenly like to this day, the population suddenly decreases. Super weird. Don't know why. But uh, there's Skagit Valley Highway out there, up Highway 20 over Baker. Like, there's a million back roads out there. And if you've got uh, a fun vehicle, uh, not a low car, it's a gravel road, Cavanaugh Road over the top of the mountain there, still a killer road. Uh, literally a killer road when we were younger, and there was, right. like, every, all the erosion. <laughs> we'd almost fall off of it. But it was a really fun road. <laughs> in the winter, we'd go, we'd go up there in the snow. Yeah. yeah, we'd go up there in the snow uh, all winter long. It was just a great area to grow up in. Yeah. Interesting. So Those of us that grew up in the city, you know, we didn't have these things. But okay. <laughs> I had a, a big wheel. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. So, but my first uh, street vehicle was a uh, 1966 SS 396 Chevelle. Did your parents not like you or what? I mean, it, it was my money and, uh, and my dad's desire to go shopping for cars. So, okay. <laughs> he said, grab your money. We're going to Aurora. Okay. And uh, we drove up and down. Son, it's time to become a man. <laughs> We're going to teach you about being a man. I thought I was getting a car. <laughs> Here's some money, here's some penicillin, have a good time. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great spot for a break. Yeah, you know, that probably is. Let's take a quick break and we'll be back right after this. We spend an average of 8 hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. And we're back on Aurora. So you're wandering Cruising. down Aurora with your money and your father. Uh, what are you looking for? Something with four wheels? We're looking for a hot rod. Okay, fair enough. So you knew you wanted a hot rod as your first car. Something, I mean, that, which is insane to me because like, I'm, I'm, we all, I've talked about it. My first car was a 79 Ford Granada that, my mom knew I could, wouldn't go fast, couldn't kill me, but I can't imagine trying to talk my parents into getting a, an SS. Like, that's insane. Yeah, yeah I was fortunate that my dad, uh, very much a gearhead, uh, speed guy. I mean, yeah. when I, I think when I was born, he had a split window uh, Corvette, and, and then I believe a Carmen Ghia, and... Okay. All dad the things liked, your all, dad liked to drive fun cars. All the things I got mad yeah. at him for selling. Like, why'd you get rid of those things? He says, Well, you're here. Yeah. Yeah. You. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Carmen Gia is worth some money now. Yeah. Look at the prices on those. Damn. Yeah. 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 So you I mean, so you're 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 growing up there, you're you're working in the sawmill, you're 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 constantly probably working on that car because I'm assuming if you got a car in Aurora, it probably ran for just days. Like, it, ran, it ran it ran uh it ran really, really well until I Grenaded the motor, and that was maybe like two weeks in. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> now, was that your fault or the car's fault? Uh, well, if, if you ask my dad, it was my fault. Uh, but I'm going to tell you that the oil uh, oil uh, pickup 
fell into the tank. Oh, his <laughs> big block Chevy is kind of a normal thing for them. Yeah. It wasn't brazed on. And so I was Having driving fun. a little bit fast. Accelerating briskly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Against, uh, there's another guy by me that was doing the same thing. Oh, okay. And all of a sudden, it, the motor stopped. Oh, that's weird. And the tires locked up, and it was Ooh. really bad. Okay. Yeah. So that, that, that motor went away. <laughs> and I went and bought another four, or 396 short block and, and uh, took the heads off of the old one and put them in the cam. and Not the cam, but anyway, rebuilt that. And did you kind of teach your, did your dad teach you how to work on cars, or where did you get the knowledge from? Uh, so sawmill, we had mill rights okay. and, uh, those, those guys can kind of fix everything with, uh, with, uh, with welding and bubble gum sure. and, uh, <laughs> duct tape, <laughs> yeah. duct tape, yeah. uh, bailing wire. Yeah. Anyway, they, they, he came over, one of the mill rights came over and said, this is what you do. And, and, uh, I did it. And so basically just kind of, here it is. You broke it. Now you fix it. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean. I think we've all been there where, you, you know, somebody's been like, you can fix it. I'll be here if you need it. But you broke it. You fix it. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't care how long you sit there and scream and throw things at the wall. Eventually, you've got to figure it out and fix it. Yeah. No car, no go. Right. right? Yeah. Right. Okay. So what was, what was the, uh, the next car? What was the – tell us the rest of the story. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, – Now that you've bought a reliable car. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Still, I haven't learned my lesson. I'm no. 53 years old. Haven't learned my lesson. Um, I drive a BMW now, so yeah, yeah. and a cheap one too. Yeah, super one yeah. that's easy to fix and yeah. so cost effective. Yeah, okay. There's we'll no, get no to issues that on those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just pay two thousand dollars for an oil change on the transmission. Yeah, so. sure. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, <laughs> so I, I learned pretty quickly that I had to have a backup vehicle, so I bought a Chevy Love, and so that was it, it could haul engines and transmissions and rear ends, which oddly I needed. And uh, so that was my, neither one of them ran at the same time. <laughs> as as I, I've been in that run. situation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking the bus. Don't you own two cars? Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I went from that to eventually I bought a new Toyota pickup, uh, four-wheel drive, not the SR5, just the stripped down, like the radio was an option. Yeah. And drove that truck, for. Though. I've got a, a wallet truck. slot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. pretty much. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. Nice. And I uh, drove that for a while, and then eventually bought a Chevy Lumina. If you remember, remember those, yeah. yeah. Days, Days of thunder. thunder. Days of thunder. <laughs> yep. That's yep. right. Yep. Uh, and then I bought a Monte Carlo, which is when I met Dale Earnhardt. Okay, but well, hold on a second. He comes with the car. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, like, is that was like a, you buy my Monte Carlo? What year was that Monte Carlo? Out of curiosity. Ooh, I have to. Really dig deep. I want to say ninety six, ninety five. So that was maybe? it. Was when that newer one came out and had yeah. The, yeah, I remember those. Like, yeah. and those were, I mean, interesting in the fact that like they hadn't been making them for a while, right? And then they came back and like they were. It, it was, was the reintroduction of the yeah, reintro. Cool. Yeah. Right. So did you? Was that part of the thing? Is to be able to meet? Uh, it wasn't. I had <clears throat> I had bought the uh, the Lumina and somehow just cohesively fell in love with NASCAR at the same time. Okay. And I didn't know who Dale Earnhardt was, and I would watch the races, and I'm like, that guy in the black car can really drive. That guy's fast. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> I want one of them. And he, doesn't, he doesn't really care that other people don't like him and whatever. So, I mean, he just, I'll put the car there. And, and I really, really liked him, and I was like, oh, that's the same car I have. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of modifications. A little yeah. bit yeah. different. Some minor yeah. bolt-ons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, so anyway, then uh, I had run the wheels off of that and then traded in for a Monte Carlo. <clears throat> um, Did you get it new? 
The, yes, I did. Yeah, okay. In, uh, I think maybe it's you uh, who said never buy a first-gen anything. Yes. Yeah, totally true with the Monte Carlo. That's That's, I learned weird. that the really hard way. <laughs> Even in a, in, a, in a reliable brand like Chevy, huh? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who knew? the guy with the Z06 that had overheating issues. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't a rock go through your radiator or something like that? That was no, I and that wasn't that was the uh, the first gen C7 Z06s 16 or and prior, so 15 16. The um, the cover on the supercharger, the just the literal cover on top of it, wasn't high enough, and so as it spun and the oil spun, it would heat soak the supercharger and it put it in limp mode on the track. Oh, on the street, okay. you'd probably never see it unless you were really moving. But on the track, you guys would run into it. They couldn't do full lap times on the track. And so you could switch the cover out, which Chevy should have done the right thing, but they never do, and should have made that a recall. But they fixed it on the 17 and when, when it was the ZR1 was the first generation because that had the glass in the hood, but which, which would maybe... That was C6. Well, oh, that was C6, okay. C6 Z06 was naturally aspirated Z0, uh, 427, right. okay. which had the cam issues. You remember... You, I've forgotten more things you don't... Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> So did you order this, this Monte Carlo? Like, <laughs> so uh, I, I bought the Monte Carlo at Roy Robinson Chevrolet in Marysville, and, okay. oh, and yeah. just I actually had to. They didn't have it in stock, and they they had one in uh, Sumner. Mm. So I drove down there, and I said, "I'll take that, and I'll drive that home." And and so I, just, I did yeah. the trade that way. So okay. I did my own car transport for Roy Robinson. Well, that's nice. <laughs> it was nice of me. So how does uh, I mean? How does Dale Earnhardt get into this? Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, Going back to the sawmill, I was uh, sawing lumber for the sawmill. I was in North Carolina, and it was between the Rockingham race and the Atlanta race. And um, and uh, I actually was there to see a few different buyers, one of them being Georgia Pacific. And uh, Georgia Pacific was sponsoring the Atlanta race. Oh, okay. So, hey, come put together the yearly buy for lumber, and then we'll we'll go to the racetrack. And watch the race. Cool. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it was terrible. Right? It doesn't end well, I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh had a little extra time. I knew we were near Dale Earnhardt Chevrolet and so went in with my sales rep and popped in there and went to the into the um memorabilia store and I heard the lady on the phone kind of whispering to her friend that Dale was there. Oh. And so I walked up with my merchandise I was buying, and I said... Here's my um, bobblehead. Here's my poster. Yeah. Yeah. Where is he? <laughs> Dale Earnhardt Drive. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I asked. I said, hey, you know, I happen to hear you. And I said, you know, I'm one of like three people who even knows who Dale Earnhardt is in from Washington State. <laughs> Still true. <laughs> it, it means more to me than you think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've done my research, yeah. Is it possible that I could meet him? And she said, um, I didn't say that. And if I even were to ask, I'd be fired. Oh, Okay, I don't want you to lose your job over that. Yeah, <clears throat> understood. So, well, we have different looks. I'd be like, uh, and I'm buying a bobblehead. You owe me, so let's <laughs> right. go. Come on. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, go out, and I'm looking at the now they have they have the Dale Earnhardt signature Monte Carlos that only oh, he's selling. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, this guy is just basically a vinyl sticker yeah, on a C pillar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And I'm out looking at it, and, and a large upcharge. Yeah, yeah. A huge yeah. upcharge. Yeah. So anyway, I'm looking at them, and I do the same thing with the sales guy. I'm like, here, you might be here. And, and, and he says, I can't even ask. I'll get fired. I, Good all right, Lord. Like, fine. And I had always heard that he was kind of a jerk. And uh, so I'm like, I guess he's a jerk. So anyway, we're, we're uh, backing out. Uh, I'm in an uh, Oldsmobile rental. I'm backing out. And the, the rep I'm with smacks me in the chest. There he is. Hit the brakes. Literally, er- <laughs> Get him, Ray. <laughs> I see Dale and Teresa and Benny Parsons getting into an Impala SS, and, which at the time was one of my dream cars. 
And so I put it in drive, pull back up. Dale notices the commotion. Lock him in. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. You're not going anywhere. (laughs) So Dale walks up, sticks his head in my driver's side window and says, I'm Dale Earnhardt. I know. (laughs) Never heard of you. Could you get out of my way? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He says, uh, you you have something you want me to sign? And I'm like, yeah. 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 (laughs) For the non-verbal people... Ray just took his shirt off. Uh, there's a signature over his heart right now. Just, uh, it's a little dirty, but still there. <laughs> My name really wasn't Dale Earn. Oh, that sucks. No. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, okay, gotcha. yeah. so uh, he asked a little bit about me, and I said, I'm from Washington, the whole thing. And he says, I'm going to go across the street and talk to my neighbor. If you got five minutes, just hang out, and I'll talk to you. I got all day. Yeah. <laughs> So I pull up. Are you going to fire anybody? (laughs) (laughs) Start with that girl. (laughs) She told me you were here, and then he told me. Okay, yeah. (laughs) So I pull up to uh, the showroom, and this, uh, you know, the southern gentleman car salesman, he just, without missing a beat, he's actually smoking a cigar, says, I don't know what state you're from, son, but if they sell lotto tickets, you better buy one. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. He's the luckiest man alive. I say, I say, boy, <laughs> I do declare. Yeah. Yeah, he's okay. in a good mood today. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. Dale came back uh, and, and he says, what I got to do to get you out of that Oldsmobile? And I said, well, that's a rental. I'm from Seattle, like we mentioned. Oh, yeah, I raced at uh, Evergreen Speedway up there in Monroe. Yeah. That's a nice, nice track. I think, well, it's been a while since you've been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? Yeah. 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 So uh, I said, I'll tell you what, Dale, um, I'll make a deal with you. If uh, I, I just bought a Monte Carlo, uh-huh. but I'll fly home, I'll drive it back down here, and I'll buy one of those, the Dale Earnhardt signature ones, but you have to be my sales guy. He says, well, I can't guarantee you that. I says, well, when are you going to be back? I'll make sure I'm here at that time. He says, well, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I guess you don't want the deal. So, But what he does say is, uh, I'll tell you what, are you going to the, the Atlanta race? I said, I am. And I said, I'm actually a guest of Georgia Pacific. He says, perfect. You already have the pit pass. When you come to the race, I'm going to have your name with my people. <laughs> Just and- ask one of my staff members if you can meet me. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get a picture of you in the race car. Oh, oh, okay. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, Arlington boy. Anyway, or not Arlington, yeah. you know, Seattle yeah. guy. So, um, like, that's amazing. Part of the story, which I've kind of skipped over, is the guy I'm with, my sales rep, I didn't have a camera. I also had was a camcorder. Remember those with the big oh, yeah. tape? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, um, uh, when the whole thing starts, I'm like, just take a video of Dale and I. He's like, okay, cool. So he, takes the, he starts to take the video, and he's like, I'm not sure it's working. I'm not sure it's working. I'm like, okay, hold one second. I go over to him. I'm like, I hit the record button. I'm like, don't touch anything, and it'll be just fine. So, so he picks it up, and the whole you know, interaction happens. We drive away, and he is purple. He's oh. just devastated. He's like, I think we have a problem. <laughs> I'm like, what's the problem? I don't think I got all of it. <laughs> I'm like, well, you get some of it? <laughs> so... I'm sorry. Yeah. So you recorded this or didn't record this, and then you showed up to our show tonight, and our board went bad. Yeah. What is with, yeah, I'm starting to see a correlation here, bud. <laughs> I mean, it's, it might be a thing. Uh-huh. Maybe my, Dale Earnhardt's on our memory card. <laughs> right? Okay, yeah. It's the spirit just, of Dale. He yeah. just has an electromagnetic field exactly. messing everything up right now. Okay. Screen, so he thinks this, we have a problem. I'm watching yeah. the screen like a hawk right now. <laughs> okay. I'm, like, I'm like, please keep working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so uh, pull off the side of the road. 
hit play and basically it's just the camera panning from the ground up and him hitting the record the stop button oh yeah so at least there's evidence of me and Dale together but yeah. missed the entire interaction <laughs> you can't see the arrest or the, the, the <laughs> right. war yeah. Yeah. none yeah. of that exactly none of okay. that. it's right there with the Bigfoot tapes yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 the kokanee Bigfoot <laughs> so did you go to the race uh, I'll make it as short as possible. The sales rep at uh, Georgia Pacific was um, a real pain. And he says, meet me at this 76 station on Peachtree at 4 a.m. And we'll drive to the track because we can get, you know, get set up. And uh, 4 a.m. came, 4.30 came, 5 came. I finally call, you know, information back in the day. Oh, yeah. And I said, I need the phone number for this guy. And his girlfriend answers, and I'm like, is he there? Oh, no, he left for the track like two and a half hours ago. Did he? He did. Okay. Yeah, so he stiffed me. Oh, that's nice. I didn't get to go to the track. I didn't get to, uh, okay. you know. Well, the fun thing is, is he was going to buy his entire year's allotment of lumber from me, and uh, I was still on East Coast time. I went back and sold it to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Dale's still sitting back there waiting for you to come. You know, right, yeah. Yeah. Where, where's that Ray guy? Exactly. Where's that Ray guy? <laughs> A lot of people say that, yeah. just so they go the other direction. Uh, first, Ray, I'm going that way. No. So. How old are you when all this happened? You're still in your early 20s then, right? Yeah, I was in my early 20s. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. We're not even sure this happened. There's no video of it. No. Right. No, there is. Right. Stop the tape. That's me. I swear. Yeah. How did you go from lumber industry all the way to real estate? What was the journey there? Um. Well, uh, going back to my dad, uh, so I want to say real quickly, my dad, Herb, uh, Herb York, myself, and my daughter, Felicia, I believe, if I ran it past Adam, I'm not 100% sure that it's um, true, but he says, yeah, sounds right. <laughs> I think we're the, we're the first three generation members of Avance, and I'm kind of proud of that. Yeah, we'll make it official. It's it's fine. We it's don't need that. We don't need Adam. You're the first one to claim it. Whoever else, exactly. Whoever else doesn't matter. All right, yeah. so <laughs> there you go. So we're the, we're it. Um, uh, so Dad actually started a, a, an optics business, a mail order company, and um, uh, I ended up leaving the lumber industry, going to running the mail order company uh, at the turn of the century, oh. <laughs> ninety nine. Uh-huh. I was back in, in the tech, day. Yeah, I was in tech leading up to Y two K, and I quit in November of ninety nine and went to work at a telescope shop. <laughs> like, okay. hope, hope it works. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> the sky will still be there tomorrow. Yeah. Who knows if the computer will work? Yeah. Sure. Um, Fair point. And then, uh, so we, uh, we, uh, we, meaning my, my family, my, my daughter, Felicia, my son, Colton, and my uh, now ex-wife, Margaret, we lived above the telescope shop and it was time to uh, buy a house. And going through that process, I just fell in love with real estate. And um, it, it wasn't as technical or easy to find information as it is now. And um, I, I really loved the process and the hunt and all that. And I just fell in love with the real estate. So I ended up getting licensed and thought I could kind of do it on the side. And then, uh, you know, working with family and all that eventually didn't, uh, just needed to kind of come to an end. And so I left the telescope shop and the mail order company and uh, went into real estate. Yeah. So you got about, what, 20 years into your belt then? Uh, no, I started uh, in real estate in 2006. Oh, that was a tough transition. <laughs> the, this is great. This is not great. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get great again, right? <laughs> yeah, my first, I ended up uh, selling new construction for a long time uh, for uh, for the biggest builder in the, in the area at the time. And um, my first day on site was... Uh, 
July 17th of 2007, <laughs> which is, for the most part, the day everyone says the bubble blew up right yeah. there. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be full-time in this now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I've been full time since. I've never done anything. So the about that. camera stopped working. Our stuff stopped working. <laughs> and the day he went into real estate, the world went to. I'm start. I mean, this. Anybody seen any comments lately? Yeah, no. I mean, good, good. Look, well, if we had a good telescope, <laughs> we right? could see. I was that, just but we don't, that. do we? Because he left the business. So yeah, that's good disaster. Just following as I'm he goes. I'm telling you, yeah. <laughs> God. Leave then the dam broke. We don't even live around the water. There was a big mudslide up yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and and the funny thing is, and we, uh, you'd know this if the first episode had come out of this, but um, when you were 18, uh, you were working at the sum, flum, uh, the flumber mill. The flumber mill. The flumber mill. <laughs> <laughs> and your your father fired you on your graduation day. Right. Right. He said you're not going to be in the lumber business anymore. Yeah. He gave me uh, gave me a hug. Said uh, you've done something I have not done, and you're unemployed. <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Not you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's that's cool. A little, I mean you know, yeah. bona fide kick in the ass that you probably didn't want at the time. But I mean, yeah. that's neat. I mean, it's, it sounds like you went back and like you said, you know, or you wouldn't have met Dale Earnhardt allegedly. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, and then your Sony camcorder broke. <laughs> Sony guts. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, I went through a variety of uh, of other jobs. My first job, well, the, not only that, he gave me a challenge: you're not going to find a job for more than minimum wage. At the time, it was five dollars an hour. Yeah, because I'm old. Um, but uh, so my first job was three seventy five, I think, because I could work when I was fourteen. Okay, what were and you, I worked. What were you doing? Uh, I was. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I was working O'Brien's Turkey House, which yeah. you know you know about. Oh yeah, and uh, I was I started mm, off as mating like mating turkeys. No, I'd come in after hours to help clean up and Ooh, break down after the mating turkeys, break down boxes, <laughs> oh, yeah. do like the last bussing of the restaurant vacuum. Okay. I'd just come in for a couple hours, as much as they'd let me work. And there, even though you couldn't work, they would still let you work. It was Arlington? Yeah. Right. So nobody's yeah. checking. Yeah, nobody's checking. Nobody cares. So. Childhood labor. <laughs> they were just like, yeah. If they the ask, if, over if they ask, you're my nephew. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? I don't know. <laughs> I was abandoned. Yeah. Yeah. So my first job was driving a cement truck and then a then a double dump uh, dump truck. Okay. Yep. Well, you've done it all. Yep. I had my own detail shop. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. I'm gonna, this is more more fuel for you, but. Uh, <laughs> Here he goes, Nick. Uh-huh. It's like he knows you. <laughs> oh, yeah. please. Uh, my, my detail shop, when I finally went full-time doing that, coincided with the first Gulf War. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Which, which killed the auto industry, yeah. which then killed the detail shop. Yeah. You, you can't write this. Like you just couldn't. It's like, you know. He's single-handedly trying to ruin the world. <laughs> Maybe you should get into ammo sales or open a gun shop. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what my dad does now. So, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Which one? It was uh, Anacortis Guns, Doc. Oh, oh right. okay. Cool. Yeah. Need yeah. some ammo, just thinking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We recently well. moved him to Colville, so. Oh. Sold his property in Anacortis, and, and he bought a property in Colville. That's neat. Yeah. That's neat. Okay. Is the lumber mill still around? No, uh, Dad was right. The runway was short, and okay. uh, it it pretty much uh, we were in in cedar, so we did fencing and decking and mm-hmm. siding and outdoor woods. And uh, I love yeah, the smell of cedar. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Oh, God, yeah, um, yeah. And that ended in the late nineties. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that place. I think 
I want to say, I think you can still see the skeleton and the bones. Still there? Right? Yeah. Still there? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I stop by there and walk through there every now and again. Is that McDowell Road or something that's up there? I can't say that road. That's, mm, it's uh, right on 530. Yeah, but it's, I'm trying to think of there's the next cross street up that I've been down a bunch of times. But That yeah. wasn't the one that was in that movie with The Rock, right? Like about the small town in Washington? No. Lumber mill? Okay. Same industry. <laughs> <Kinda>. <laughs> but that was, that was on the peninsula. <laughs> on the peninsula, no, yeah. <laughs> those forks, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not just Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> what? What's, what's Twilight? <laughs> that the sparkly vampires one? Yes. <laughs> wow. In harmony. Nice job, guys. Nice job. We practiced. Yeah, I know. Well, it's an hour right. Jeez. <laughs> so let's, I mean, let's talk. So uh, your, your, your daily driver is a, what, a E92. E92 M3. Which yep. a beautiful car. Thank you. Um, you know, uh, how many miles are on that car? Uh, the danger zone. I'm at ninety eight thousand miles. Oh well, I mean, have you owned it since new? No, no, no. I okay. bought it uh, two, three years ago. Okay, you like it? I love it. I love that. They're car. neat cars. Yeah. They really are neat cars. Every car when you buy it, uh, at least for me, not every car, but every good car that you buy, you're like, I'm going to keep this forever. Mm-hmm. And I've had this for three years. I spent a lot of money on it, and I still say, I'm going to keep this forever. <laughs> so yeah. that so the plan is Dan. When, Dan doesn't work that way. No. Dan's I'm going to keep this for maybe three years. Dan's planning to sell the car before he buys it. He's yeah. like, you know. Yeah. I, I, know that. I had no idea how much they're going for. A friend called me up and like, I want to buy one. What do you think? And I'm like, oh, you should buy one. And he's like, yeah, like 40 grand. I'm yeah. like, are you kidding me? Anything with an enthusiast appeal right now is at its market peak. If you want I, one of those M3s, you should have 60 grand because you're going to need the extra 20. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to need it. Yeah. Not wrong. Yeah. 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 But yeah. like you were saying, doing the, uh, the transmission changes. Yeah. Not cheap. Yeah. yeah. 2000 bucks. They pretty much have to drop the, the front clip down. Because oh, I had to do the bottom pan, side pan, and, and yep. oil. Hit a deer, though. They'll take the clip off. It's <laughs> oh, good call. Much easier. Much, yeah. much yeah. easier. Yeah. It's like Audi cam timing belts. Totally easy. Made for maintenance. Well, you should take the front <laughs> end of the car off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, drop yeah, the engine. <laughs> yeah. 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 So one of the best driving BMWs out there. I like the E92 body. That's one of my favorites. So. You know, the V8 in that is just... I yep. mean, we've had... Proper sound. Yeah. We've had every series of the three up until the 2015 um and but everything prior to that and this one i mean it's a little it's heavy right it's a little heavier than the the normal three series but man with that with that v8 and shifting at 85 if you have the guts to go to 8500 rpms that was big when they put that v8 in it like that was a big up i was Telling Ray before you got here, it was the infamous story. Like I was at Camp BMW, and this, and I remember now it was the E46 when they had it, but they had the paddle shifters. Yeah, they're terrible. And you couldn't, you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't drive it. They wouldn't let you drive it. But the the they, he turned on the auxiliary switch, the, the salesman, and he looks at me and he clicks the pad. He goes, "It just shifted." <laughs> and I was like, "Had I known <laughs> what I know now, I would have been like, no, it didn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it just broke. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. You just took half a life off that exactly. SMG. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice exactly. job. You're supposed to start that. <laughs> yeah. What's on your radar with Avance? And you, you're really active at Avance. You've, I've missed you at a lot of shows, but I've seen your photos from every show that's supposed to be at. Um, what's your what's next on your list after the M3? The oh, uh, car wise, yeah. Uh, I'm going to keep the M3. I, I mean that. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm going to store it somewhere. Uh, and I'll probably get, uh, well, I really have an itch for the Julia. Uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's a great car. Yeah. 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 Especially yeah, the quadrifolio. The, the, yeah. And that's what I want. <laughs> Not we, exactly the best commuter. Yeah. Well, the good news is, is I work from home, right? So yeah. I drive when I want to for the most part. And, uh, my life, my my wife, sorry, is not a huge fan of the stiff ride of the M3, and I think, and she has the Stelvio, so oh, that's right. It's oh, a reasonable okay. transition to go to the yeah. 
the Julia. I want the QV. Yeah. I wish they would make a performance ver- version of the uh, the Ghibli, like they do with the the uh, the uh, Alpha. Like I, I mean, they they did, but my point is, like, they, it took them forever. And like asked or asked, sorry, Alpha came out with that so quickly. They make uh, a Hellcat, Nick. <laughs> You're such a... <laughs> You're such a... <laughs> I'd die for the Hellcat engine. I'll, I'll take a hell of an engine in there any day. I know, wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, that'd be absolutely awesome. Yeah, great. Yes, I walked right into that one. Oh. It was like, really? I looked yeah. at him too. I was oh like, God. you signed me up for this one. Uh, you know you did. I'm going to stop talking now. Yeah. I'll just hit a few more deer. <laughs> no. It's bad enough, yeah. All right, a uh, real estate question. Um, what is your... What are the the worst? I, I've been laughing at the flip houses I've seen all the time. You get inside flip houses and it's like you grab the railing and the whole wall comes off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the worst house you've come across? And uh, who owned it? What is their name? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is going to sound absolutely terrible, but it was my mom's house. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> okay. Oh, the daughter agrees. Felicia's okay. like, "Yep, it is." Yep. 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 <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my stepdad had passed away. Um, no tears. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom, and between my mom and my stepdad, they were hoarders. They had a place in Grand oh. Falls. And uh, this was right when I left new construction and went into resale. And uh, Beth, my wife, uh, who's been in resale for longer than I have, um, she, we walk in. And keep in mind, I'm a new construction guy. So somebody else vacuums. Somebody else cleans everything. I just show up, open my laptop, and I sell real estate. Yeah. Well, that's not the way it works in resale. Yeah. So we walk in and we get just a few feet into the house. There's so much junk everywhere. And I just start saying, nope, nope, not doing it. Not doing it. Not doing it. (laughs) And my love only goes so far. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to refer this to somebody else. Yeah. Uh, This is too much not good. And so Beth grabs my shoulder and she goes, it's going to be okay. (laughs) We're going to do it. Like, we are not doing this. Yes, we are. We're gonna find some dead animals, but we're, we're not, yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was not pleasant. It was uh, uh, it was it was the right way to break me into resale because uh, yeah. uh, like that's, in a hazmat that's, suit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It yeah. was it was the reference standard for bad. And this is along this topic. I, I Sarah has gotten me into watching that show, Hoarders. Mm. There are so many people in Washington that are on that show. Yeah. So many people. Like, I, it, it's something to do with our weather and depression. I don't want to go outside, you mean? I don't right. know. Shocking. It's like, I could not believe that. Like, yeah. I, I see them all the time. We talked about it before in the body shop industry. I'd get cars in from an accident, and of course, they come straight in from the accident. They don't, like, go home and get cleaned out. Right. And I yeah. come in there, and I'm like, I've had to make that call to the, the hazmat team. Be like, I can't get in this car. I can't inspect it. The guy, he's dumped in the corner of my lot, and I'll literally, like, put it on jacks, like wheel jacks, and move it into a corner out of the way until the hazmat team gets there. Because I'm like, there is literally something looking at me in the passenger seat. Oh, I am man. not getting in that car. Yeah, it's a lie. Well, you open up bed bugs, cockroaches. Okay. Like you see them like in the car. Like I've seen, it's worse in houses. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. a lot more space for them to occupy. So yeah. your, your, your stepfather had passed. Your mom was still living there? Mom, mom, for the most part, uh, was finally free and oh, okay. just kind of threw the keys at me as she was, go, as she was heading for Arizona and said, good luck. Yeah, right. That's fair. Yeah. You deal with it. Yeah, yeah, your problem. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know what you get. Have a good time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. I'm not, not going to tell her about this episode. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, sounds episode? like she did okay now. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. all worked yeah. out. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. She's now down he Arizona. came and cleaned up her mess. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I love Arizona. I don't blame her. Right. <laughs> all right. Let's take our next break. We'll be right back. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? 
It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. Welcome back to the show. We're Hold on, Dan. I got this. Okay. No, <laughs> no I'm kidding. We, we were kind of talking off the break, and I was talking about my, my personal business with, with selling dent, uh, dental practices and how these, some people look at me and be like, well, I, I can do that. I don't, I don't need you to do this. And I'm like, oh, really? Go ahead. Which I'm sure you run into in, in, the, in this industry as far as you know, people saying, oh, I could do this myself. Like, well, good, good luck with that. Right. And <laughs> oh, Dan no. shaking his head. No, you can't do that. You okay. cannot do this oh, yourself. That, that was your he- your same head shake of no. You can't say that, Nick. No, no, no. <laughs> so no, no I was no. confused. Yeah. No, that is my no. Yeah. No way in hell would I do this by myself. Right. And I love to research and do things by myself. This is like nope, not a chance. Yeah. I I have a client right now, and he loves to analyze numbers. Mm-hmm. And the conversation we actually had today was that's all fine and well. Like you can you can crunch numbers and you can figure out you know, how much a home's going to escalate or not escalate or whatever it may be. Um, but at the end of the day, what you need is someone who understands what's happening in each market and in each market time, right? Like we have cycles in the Northwest. They're repeatable. They've been that way for decades. Yep. Bubble or not, there's buying cycles in this market. And in, in so, I mean, that's one thing, um, protecting you when it comes to the contract and law and... And if you're if you're if you're the seller, you know it's not always the highest price that's the offer you should take. It's the terms. It's the whole thing. And we don't need to go deep into real estate right now. But at the end of the day, hire hire a professional. Um, and uh, someone told me one time when I was hiring an attorney, he said you cannot overpay for a professional. And that's true. It's it's hard to it's a hard pill to swallow when I had to pay for the attorney. But the attorney maybe cost me a couple grand, but probably save me 10. Yep. And, and that's what a good realtor does for you. Well, and I think, you know, not knowing very little about the real estate market. I mean, it's funny because I'm looking at, I've been looking at it recently for myself and, and my parents and things like that for the future. And I'm noticing that a lot of these sellers are getting off scot-free in the fact that people are coming in going, here's my money. I don't want an inspection. I, I'm going, are you insane? Like, right. I mean, and, and a lot of these houses that are, are selling, you're going, there's all these problems, but there's so much cash in the market. And these, you know, I mean, these, well, I don't even know what you would call them in the fact that they're not, it's not on the market, but you can come see it. And on Monday, we'll be taking offers that are ungodly over. And right. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, people out there that are kind of, I will say, hurting the market and, and not only sellers, but buyers and some of the real estate agents, but it's, it's such a weird market right now, but I mean, it's crazy yeah, right now. Yeah. Like I, I'm really lucky. We, <laughs> my agent walked all over the selling agent cause they were terrible, but it was, I bought a project and I knew that going into it. The house is great, but I mean the barn and the shop is, but Nick to helped. be fair, they made it more of a project between when you closed and moved in. That's so, true. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> that's very true. But I mean, uh, Nick helped me replace two walls in the barn over the weekend. Thank God. That we just put one back up technically. Yeah. We, I had to move the giant water tank into the barn in order to get the tank in. I had to take down three walls actually. Those wow. walls were already there, Dan. We just put up new boards. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is correct. That is abs- <laughs> Those walls were always there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. thanks to a lot of loopholes and a great agent, uh, people 
I think my stress level has been so much lower through this oh, process yeah. because this is all stuff I knew about when I bought the house. And right. if I didn't have somebody who knew what they were doing and where to look and what to walk me through and what I was looking for, I would have been in hell. What do you, you mean know? you want water on your property? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and you know, the classic saying, you don't know what you don't know. No. Mm-hmm. Live by it. Everybody yeah. thinks that they... <laughs> the, <laughs> no, I really do. It's like, I so much, there's so many times where I was like, I wouldn't even have known to ask that. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. we all watch HGTV, so we're all experts in real estate and renovation, are we not? Hey, the Gaines can teach me anything they want. <laughs> Joanne is my hero. Yes. <laughs> she should have a halo. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have a question for you guys. Uh-oh. Sure. So do you call him Brandon, Ben, or Brandon Ben Pell? Brandon Ben Pell. Brandon ben when Pell. You, when oh. you're like in a conversation? Well, I mean... One, the reason I always call him Brandon Bimpal is because we have a fr- friend named Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> and I always, and, and I have to and a decide. Friend named, and a friend named Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. So it's, it's Brandon Bimpal. It's always Brandon, Brandon Bimpal. I've never, I've never actually called him anything but that. Really? Yeah. Like I just ever. say it really fast all the time. <laughs> yeah, Brandon Bimpal. I, I went on the, one of the, uh, uh, Avon's scavenger hunt, the, one of the first ones. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, it was, and uh, Ben. Exactly. For him. <laughs> Have another drink, Brandon. That he created, by the way. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. Clear. yeah. Yeah. And it was right after he got his R eight. Yeah. And uh, I was the unfortunate guy who had a who uh, had the right to drive behind him. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've driven behind an R eight, but uh, on, on dusty roads, but it has a weird vortex of crap that just flies oh, up into your yeah. windshield. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. So does Brandon Bimpel owe you, oh, you a windshield is what you're saying? Uh, no. <laughs> you know, he let me use his radios while we're oh, on that okay. trip. Well, so yeah. it was, I called it even. So make so sure you have your radio, Brandon. It's yeah. in my glove box. Yeah, Not you my center console, my yeah. glove box. Yeah, it's working its way through the truck. Yeah. It'll get the back to him eventually. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Brandon Bimpel? Yeah. yeah, my Z06 was like that. And everybody saw it in the rain. Nobody would drive behind me in the rain because would you couldn't see anything from the back of the car. I believe it. Yeah. I concur. Yeah. 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 So. GTR was better. Yes, it was. When it didn't squeak. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if people want to get a hold of you, they can text, of course. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So uh, the easiest uh, cell phone number for me is 206-777-5483. And you can email me, ray at yorkteamrealestate.com. Okay. There you go. Or you can text RCS to 59559 and Ray will get back to you. Again, any question you have, you, he, he will potty train your kids, sell your house, uh, wax your floors. Uh, what else? I'm going to laugh if he gets like a random text. No, <laughs> please don't. Random. Can you help me with my calculus? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think it says that on his business card. Ray knows real estate and calculus. I'll just forward it to Brandon Ben. That's Powell. fine. Brandon Ben Powell. Yeah, have Brandon Ben Powell do it. He's good at that. Yeah, absolutely. Are you guys going into the uh, Avon stuff coming up this weekend? The Chateau Show? We are. Uh, I am uh, attending the Chateau Show, yes. The Chateau, Chateau Show. Chateau Show, yeah. Yep. That's going to be a good one. So we should talk about that a little bit, though. The Dino Day at Carb Connection, again, I know Chad and Amanda are planning to be there with their Nissan Figaro, (laughs) probably trying to see if it will turn the drum on the dino. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Vaughn's Magazine launch in Denver. Uh, That'll be cool. That's the second. I wish I could go to one of those. Like, I really want to get an excuse to drive to Colorado again. Yeah, like, you don't need an excuse. I mean, you know... Aren't you driving? Couldn't you drive to Colorado on the way to Moab? Yeah, it's like an hour away. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah. I mean, come on, like yeah. go to Grand Junction. Don't make me plan your trips for you. Colorado National yeah, Monument. Exactly. Yeah. Real quick, was it Bryce Canyon you were trying to think of last episode? It was Zion. It was oh, Zion. It was Zion. Thank you. Yep. I was yeah. going as Bryce. Yeah. Sorry. I listened to it again, and as soon as I heard it again, because I'm going through it, I'm like, 
It was Zion. Yeah, it was Zion. The, tunnel, the one you the, yeah, the like, one you started the tunnel. I'm like, oh, it's Zion. Yeah. The problem is we had uh, the the trip oh, yeah. unfortunately got canceled or got shortened because we had a dog that passed away. Mm-hmm. But um, we had planned on hitting a bunch of stuff. We were going up and you know he had not planned dogs. a whole huh? Not dogs. Not dogs or deer. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So yeah. So yeah, they were going to be on an epic road trip and it got yeah. canceled. Yeah. So Felicia and I did a road trip in my Camaro uh, through nice. through Bryce and Zion. That's a great trip. Yeah, it was fun. fantastic. Yeah. 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 So did uh, our friends at. Um, uh, the Haggerty guys were with um, um, RPM Foundation. No, no, no. Uh, Blake's app, uh, Rallysta. Rallysta, yeah. Rallysta sponsored sponsored a rally through Utah. Nice. For some of the best driving out there, Utah. Yeah, yeah. most definitely, most definitely. So, so yeah, yeah. Well, Ray, I really appreciate you taking time and coming in and doing this twice in a night. Um, appreciate that. So, you can yeah. see Ray this weekend at Vaughn's Classics on the Green. That is Sunday. Yeah, um, Sunday we should be there. It, if tickets, I think, are still available, they call sold it sold out. Oh, they are sold out officially. Just posted, yeah. Okay, Chrissy, I can <laughs> no. use a ticket to that. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we have tickets. We have, we have tickets yeah. for that. I know. You're going to have to work for it, though. I know. So yeah, uh, actually, you you can come. You can come and take over for me because I can be there in the morning, but then I have to leave. So you can be the yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> yeah. I'll hand you so, a sticker. There you go. Sticker. Here's a sticker. Here's a sticker. Yeah. Yeah. No, that'll be a good show. Just to clear that up, though, uh, it is. Not just old classics. I've seen this go around. It was in the drivers club chat today. It's not just like old classics. It's cla- cla- cars that will be classics, future classics. It's a really nice, really high end car show. Oh, it's a perfect environment. Yeah, I know the list. Yeah, and looking yeah. at the weather, it yeah. looks like it's probably going to be okay. I hope so. Because, I really do too. I'm uh, seeing the last last list. Uh, I got to meet with them on Thursday to help figure out where the cars are going to go, and some of them definitely going to need fair weather. So, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't have a roof. Yeah, <laughs> ever. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I know a couple like that. So, yeah. Well, hopefully we will see you all this weekend then. Yeah. So, uh, for this episode of Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan, and don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. <laughs>